0: Well welcome everybody. It's been a long time since we did a little live interview and today we got a special guest coming on. going to be talking to Zandera Kennedy and kind of her epic year that she's been having so we'll wait for her to uh, request to join. But if you haven't seen we've also uh, released our schedule for this coming year. We got uh, three rounds so we're really excited to have a three-round series coming back again starting off in port saskatchewan at one of our favorite tracks and uh it's gonna be be good we're doing june 10th at uh, stratotech and then we're back into mission bc for july uh, 7th 8th and 9th and then back finishing off at rad torque raceway again in august august 12th so it's been a long time since we held a competitive event at rad torque so it's going to be great to be back on there. It's always been a really fast track. I see that uh waiting in there. So I'm going to invite her on and we can chat with her about her year. Give it a sec for her to jump in there.
1: Hello. Well,
0: in a perfect setting, you're inside your race car Uh, We were watching your Instagram today, so you're out at Willow Springs, I believe.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping the service is going to be good enough (laughs) to do this.
0: Yeah, no, it's working. It's working. Maybe a little delay. So let's just uh, jump right into it. Why don't you introduce yourself for people who may not know. You weren't uh, driving in our series uh, this last summer. You were on the road living your epic adventure, so... Uh, Just tell our some people that may not know who you are, who you are, what you drive.
1: Sure, Uh, my name is Zandara. I am a stunt performer who got addicted to drifting kind of by accident and it's become my life. Um, I was lucky enough to earn my license through Spec D last year in 2021. And I basically spent all of this year just getting seat time. So I've done about 20,000 miles across the U.S. running uh, Clutch Kickers, Grid Life, Uh, One of the hot pit events, a couple of other shootouts. I'm headed to Arizona this weekend, basically just trying to prepare to run FD next year.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So how long have you been drifting for?
1: I'm trying to do the math on that. I think I started seven or eight years ago, but, you know, in a stock KAS 14. And then I keep building cars, they break, you know how it is.
0: Yeah, for sure. So the first time we saw you in competition, um, you're driving the V eight three hundred and fifty Z, and that's sort of what you've been driving around the U S. That's the same car that you you won your license in.
1: Yeah, that's the same car. Yeah.
0: Okay, and how has that been for you? I we you know those of us who've been been following your adventure, we see several different uh, you know. Uh, breakages, upgrading, just everything that's going to happen throughout 20,000 miles across the U.S. and all the drift events that you've had. So um, when you started off taking this year off and going through all these events, was that in preparation for running FD or did you have that in mind?
1: Yeah, when I got my license, I sort of felt that my fate was decided. And as long as FD let me run, I was going to. Uh, but I also really didn't feel that I was anywhere close to prepared, just in terms of the level of driving that I was at at the time and also the level of preparation, like running a couple of events is not the same as having a real race team or trying to be competitive, and get things done really quickly. So I wanted to take this year to learn a lot of that as well.
0: Excellent. I mean, we've done a lot of interviews sort of in preparation to our shootout that we held in 2022. And we always used you as the perfect example of how we wanted the double elimination to work out, where you got knocked out fairly early, and then you fought your way all the way back into third spot. So, you know, that's sort of been, you know, the seat time, I think at that event, got you all the way to third place. And then just watching your progression over this year throughout the US, I guess um, we've seen a lot of um, differences between grid life events and then also the competition like clutch kickers. What style of driving do you prefer and what do you think makes you a better driver overall?
1: I, I kind of like both styles of driving. I think in terms of developing as a driver, a series like clutch kickers is invaluable because you are uh exposed to and have an option or an opportunity to drive with drivers with such a different skill set and so many different power levels uh what i loved about grid life was access to such fast tracks like every track that i drifted at grid life i was like i've never drifted this fast in my life and it was just really different to be you know top of fourth pin downhill transitioning at walls and um it's a little bit more free form but i think that that helped me get more comfortable at higher speed, but the clutch kickers was much more important for becoming a better driver overall.
0: Okay, so give a little bit about who's traveling. Like, you're obviously not traveling just by yourself. Do you have the same crew with you that's going to be helping you in FD? Have they been sort of going along with you this whole year?
1: A part of my experience this year was figuring out who I needed on my team, kind of seeing who I would find along the way and how personalities would mesh, you know, it's one thing to be really good at, as a as a pit crew member as a mechanic or logistically, but it's another thing to get along with these people under stress. Uh, So that for me, I started out with some, um, some BC locals. Um, The issue, of course, being that Canadians can only spend so much time in the US, which is a big issue. Um, And then the the crew I have with me right now that's sort of finishing this year with me, and I believe will run FD with me next year, is a crew I've kind of collected along the way. So my one guy, Klein, who's here with me today at the track, I met him at Clutch Kickers. He drove the first round and kind of asked him to come and help me. And he just basically helped me for one event and then called me a week later and said, I quit my life. (laughs) I'm coming on tour with you, like it or not. And um, he's been really great. Um, I have another guy, Mike that I met at GridLife uh, in Connecticut when I destroyed my transmission and he was just interested by the fact that we were swapping a transmission at 8 PM and you know, for the low price of a black t-shirt helped us till six in the morning. And I guess loves cars enough and loves this experience enough that he wants to be on it. And then, uh, the third person that I have is a woman named Heather Holler who comes from the rally world and is a rally mechanic. Um, she worked overseas with Hyundai for a couple of years and she's come back. I'm hoping she'll be the first female crew chief in F D. So that's kind of gonna be a fun part of our journey together.
0: Well, I, I think if you go to rally mechanic, because I watch quite a bit of uh rally like ARA racing, and those guys will a car will get completely destroyed, rolled, and they'll have it back together in four or five hours. So we're maybe not as abusive as rally, but I definitely think that that style of get it done no matter what is is going to be really valuable. I think that's probably some of the best things is people that have the passion for it for the price of that black t shirt they spend the full <laughs> evening under the car and you really get to you know maybe that's where you get some of the best lifelong friends from um so have you found it in the in the US maybe different than, than what we, I mean, you basically started drifting in BC a little bit in Alberta, I think. And then you kind of went on this epic journey to all of the events that every single one of us wants to do. You're living the absolute drift life. I think I've met- mentioned that on a bunch of your videos. You're living the dream. We're jealous, but good luck. How do you you find it, like, spending that much time on the road doing this?
1: It's definitely easy to forget sometimes that I'm living the dream, and I do try to remind myself of that, because there are times when you're crying under your race car and just want to go home and go to sleep that that suck. But uh, I've met so many amazing people. I think there's honestly more that is the same between the communities across Canada and the U.S. than is different, and... Drifting really has that special vibe, right? The, the sense of community and the the genuine enjoyment we get from drifting with one another. That is, um, I believe unique to drifting. And uh, I've just been really lucky to share that with people all over the US.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's where where we've been watching the events pop up. There's so many, you know, the, the grid life, we watch uh, the clutch kickers when they put their drivers list. And we're always excited to see you know our Canadian uh, Zendarian there, so, you know, it's been, it's been neat to watch that. Um, so, I guess what, what's been some of you, what's been your favorite track that you've, you've experienced? I mean, you've basically driven everything that from, you know, the Freedom Factory to like some of the Gridlife tracks and, even even some of the new ones that came in with the Hot Pit Auto Fest, opening up that new track. I don't think they've had drifting there before. What's been one of your favorite tracks now that you've driven so many?
1: It's gonna sound a little cliche because uh, almost every new track I drive at is my favorite track for that weekend. Uh, <laughs> but um, I really yeah. enjoy the set of tracks that, that grid life tours, there are, there's, road course tracks they're much much faster and it is just really cool to get to drift at that speed and, and we just don't get the the length of run in drifting or the, the speed generally so i would say any of the tracks um from grid life hyperfest vir was really really cool definitely want to do that again and um okay. atlanta motorsports part uh we did the fourth of july drift event there um, that Drift HQ hosted and that has this like uphill blind corner that you crest the corner and you have to transition immediately but you have no idea if anyone has spun out as soon as you come up that corner so that was really cool like really technical.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome so I guess, I guess that's been one of the downfalls that we've had sort of in some of the uh, the like our Canadian Pro Series is that we don't have tracks where you're getting into that highest speed. Um, but I mean, if you look at the new FD calendar and some of the tracks, I think that's really, you know, imperative that you got that practice. What do you think it's, it's a difference when you're, you know, you said you're in the top of fourth gear, absolutely pinned. How do you find that different than what you've been used to?
1: I think our brains just get used to a certain kind of speed. Um, I've been kind of progressively becoming more and more aggressive and more and more committed. But uh, a lot of my experience, I mean, especially during COVID was at mission. And that's kind of maybe a third gear track. Uh, So Mm -hmm. your brain gets used to, or my brain got used to processing things at a certain speed. And because I don't come from road course, I'm just not used to going that fast. Like I think I've now gone faster sideways than I ever have in a straight line in a car. So I, I just need as much Uh, information coming as quickly as possible at my brain so that it starts to get slow
0: okay so yeah i guess once you're used to driving that much higher speed then it might make it easier when you have some of the slower uh slower tracks coming in so it's interesting because yeah some of the fastest drifting that we've seen was probably Even at our mission event that we ran this last year, we changed up the course and that seemed to be a fairly quick layout, but it's still, you know, we're not into that, you know, 100 mile an hour entries like, you know, like they had in Utah this last year in FD. Um, Couple more questions here. Uh, So what car are you gonna be running when you go into into running ProSpec? Are you gonna be running the 350Z V8?
1: no i am hoping to uh get a lot more power out of this z but um i'm gonna be running my s14 which is actually my first drift car that i bought uh from a guy here in la for like three grand with a stock ka and uh i had 2j swapped it but uh the the swap originally didn't go very well the car caught fire a few things i've now been through three 2js (laughs) but the car is finally ready we're gonna shake it down next weekend and um it should make 700 horsepower, so a little bit more power. And uh, uh, my coach, Taka, really believes that the S14 is the most competitive chassis. So I'm gonna try to use that to my advantage.
0: Well, yeah, if you look at the number of championships won in the uh, in the S chassis, 2JZ setup, it seems to be, you know, a really good um, power plant and, and chassis combination. So you say your car is ready. Is that where you're gonna be sort of getting a lot of seat time in. I know you're you're planning on doing Winter Jam. You have a couple other events before you guys actually. I think your first round is at Atlanta, I believe, with FD. Are you going to be getting a lot of seat time in that car?
1: Yeah. So I I just went full send on the preparation part. Uh, I mentioned to you before. I rented a house here, basically at Willow Springs, like eight minutes away, and I'm just going to try to get as much seat time as I can between now and then I am going to finish the season in the Z um, just because it's, it's a major change and I want to, I want to drive well with that mm-hmm. kind of horsepower. It's almost double what I have right now. Um, so I'll basically do the the first shakedown and, and then finish the season with this car. And when the S14 is reliable, and I'm driving it, I'll send the, the Z in to get some upgrades.
0: Okay. Yeah, because that's sort of been. I mean, we, we've talked about it a lot with uh, drivers who've went into prospect and they've had a really challenging time. Is that you know that same story? They got the car finished the week before the event, and their test day is at the track. And I think that if your car's done now, like it's, it gives you quite a bit of time, especially in the first part of next year, to really get get it shaken down and and see. Um, you say that your coach, Taka, um, maybe just give a little bit of history on that. I mean, some of us old school guys remember Taka in his 86 and like really hanging in there with the FD pro series for a long time till he retired. And now he runs a school adrift, I believe. And how did you meet him? And is he still giving you coaching now or share that?
1: Um, So I I met Taka, probably, I want to say almost five years ago, I had uh, worked with a different school before. um, And I just really wanted to know, he had judged a few events that I competed at. I wanted an honest assessment of my level of driving and what I should do to improve what I should do to my car. And so I went and did like a half day assessment with him. And I learned more in that half day than I had learned in a year. Um, training elsewhere. And I've basically been working with Taka ever since. Um, I kept telling him I didn't want to compete. I didn't want to get my pro license. All of these things were never my goals. But I don't know that he ever took that seriously. (laughs) Because he's always been um, just really direct and really clear about my strengths and the places where I can improve. So the, this car that I've been driving all season, it started out set up a certain way for the way that I was driving at the time. And as I got better, he already had a plan for how we needed to adjust the car based on my performance. And like I was talking to him today, we have a plan for now to April of the skills I need to develop as a driver, or how we want to modify the car to allow me to drive in a certain way. And um, for people that aren't from Southern California, Taka kind of has a He's sort of known as the OG guy of drifting. Lots of the, the Southern California based FD drivers still train with Taka or will come out and drive with him or ask his opinion on things. And he's very active in the in the various series down here as a judge as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he just, <laughs> this is my favorite Taka anecdote. Uh, I blew up my transmission again at LS Fest this year and he was there. And we had pulled everything out and the clutch was sitting on the ground and he walked up and he picked up my clutch and he looked at it and he went, nice clutch kicks, but they're just a little too long, fix that, and walked away. And my whole crew just looked at me like, who is this guy? <laughs> but that's the level <clears> of knowledge yeah. that he had.
0: Right, well, that's, that's really good. So he's sort of just, he's gonna be coaching you right up into uh, the start of going into FD. Because he, and I believe in his school, he also runs, he has some S chassis that people can train in as well. Is that correct?
1: He does. He has, um, I think he has almost everything but a BMW. So I know that they have a few Zs, they have an S chassis, they have a 86 and they often start people either on an S chassis or the a um, 86 Lower horsepower is the best thing to learn to drift on, of course. So. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's, that's, that's pretty interesting for sure. Uh, go into a little bit just about the, maybe what you have set up for your, your car that you're going to be competing in, uh, go through the drivetrain a little bit, like are you running riding a dog box or what do you have for transmission and stuff like that?
1: So, um, it's a two J I'm going to be running, uh, the fish, uh, bell housing adapter fish, of course, being from Chilliwack. Um, so that basically um, will adapt from uh, sorry from the engine. Cut my cd nine transmission is what I'm running from there back, and then I have um, I have a rear spool that was done by uh, Weir Performance, I believe. It's been a few years now, and then um, that's adapted with 350Z stubs so that I can run 350Z axles. So I will have a fair amount of actual cross compatibility between my two cars. The CD09s will be exactly the same, the axles will be the same, the wheel. Um, But I'm still getting into really setting that car up. So I believe I'm going to switch to, I have the FDF rear arms, but I'm going to switch to the rear grip kit probably to get a little bit more grip out of the car as well. And on the front end, I have their angle kit.
0: Right. So, in preparation for that, like, is that have you been running a similar tire uh, throughout this year? Like, are you running a two fifty five for all the competitions that you've been going to so far?
1: So, almost every competition that I've run this year has been uh, open choice for tire size and um, tread wear. Uh, so, I kind of made my my decision based on budget largely, since I went through a lot of tires this year. Uh, The last two events that Mm -hmm. I'm running have a 300 treadwear, 255 mil um, width restriction. So I'm going to be running completely different tires for the last two events. And then once I get into testing, I'll start running the GT radials since that's what we have to run for ProSpec.
0: No, that should be good. Yeah, I just it's all these questions like we have so many, you know, people that are are just trying to get through the the Pro-Am series or or like the Canadian Pro Series. And it's really good to be able to talk to somebody that, you know, won the license. And we really look at at your journey this last year as the best preparation to go into FD. And especially, you know, being familiar with the car, maybe being familiar with the tires that you're going to be running. I mean, that's a, sometimes those big changes are, are lots when you add them into the stress of a, first fd round or something like that and i believe the first one is at um at road atlanta so that should be a fairly fast track and a and a fun track
1: (laughs) it will i think that's going to be a that's going to be jumping in with both feet for sure that's that's not a (laughs) it's not a beginner track so i'm going to try to figure out where i can go to get some really fast uh, seed time just before that event as well but yeah, that I I want the only okay. thing that's new about FD to be that it's at FD. That's the goal.
0: I think I think that's probably really really good to see. So you mentioned that you had Fish Racing um, on board, and then you got FDF. So we like that you're you know running some Canadian companies and Fish Racing. I mean they're going to be supporting uh, the Spec D series coming into twenty. 20- 23 as well. So we're excited for that. They seem like a great group of people, you know Great quality products. So it's good to see them on your car Um, Anything you want to sort of share? I know you're sitting in the car. It's probably cold. You're in California But it's still cold out at Willow Springs. So anything you want to share Maybe about the season give a shout out to any sponsors or what you're looking for for help for
1: Oh, wow. I kind of putting me on the spot here. Uh, But let me think.
0: Uh, Sure.
1: I mean, I I just want to say, yeah, it is it is absolutely the dream. Uh, Come check out some of these series as a Canadian driver. If you can, you know, whichever ones are close to you, it is absolutely worth it to drive some of these tracks. Pretty much every track that I've driven has just been an amazing experience and everyone has been so welcoming so i would love to see more canadian drivers coming to the states and kind of showing that we have it too
0: excellent so as you prepare for for your fd adventure um anybody who wants to reach out and uh just fire you a message on instagram is that the best way we want all of our canadians to help support you in whatever way give you shout outs or help. And if any Canadian companies want to jump in with a great driver, that's, uh, you know, going to bring it into FD. They can reach out to you on Instagram and you'll get all of them from there.
1: I would love that. Yeah, very much. Instagram is definitely the best way to reach me and I could definitely use the support. So (laughs) thanks, John.
0: Excellent. Hey, well, I know you're going to be sending me your, uh, your sponsorship proposal as well. So I'm going to be Firing that off to some people that we know because we really like that, um, you know, a great Canadian personality is out there going to throw it down and really just have a good time. So we're all about it. We're happy that uh, you won with us and that you're going to be down there in FD and really representing, you know, Spec D and the rest of the Canadian team. I see Dark Lotus is jumping in there quite a bit. I mean, obviously those guys were, you know, a big inspiration in the BC scene as well and still big in the in the scene down there. So I think that's really good. Anybody else you wanna give a shout out to and I'll let you, let you go finish packing up your day there in, in California.
1: Awesome. I mean, definitely all the, the people that have been on this journey with me this year. My brother was here with me a lot. Allison, I'm not sure if you met, she's a BC drifter. And then my crew, Klein. Mike and Heather, and of course, Taka and Yoshi, who have been with me since day one and have really helped guide me and help me make the progress that I have so far. So without them, none of this would have happened.
0: Well, you know, good luck to you guys down there. And I hope like the last couple of events really work out for you. You're off to Arizona, I understand. Uh, It must be this week coming up or next weekend.
1: I uh, know we leave tomorrow morning just for
0: that big. Okay. So it's this weekend coming up then. Excellent. Yeah. Well, good luck there. And I hope that it goes well. I mean, and you win that one, they got a big cash prize payout. So best of luck to you there.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. They've uh, instituted a special bonus where if you knock out a pro you get 200 bucks. So <laughs> I'm coming for them.
0: <laughs> Excellent. That's, that's really good. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, I know you're you finished a full day of drive in there. So I'll let you go and finish helping the team pack up. And uh, just really thanks for coming on. Appreciate it.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Sean.
0: You bet. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay.
1: Bye. I don't know how to do this.
0: Well, I don't know how to kick you out either. So I'll let you do it. <laughs> Well, I see that uh, her internet must be dying or something, or she already jumped off. But anyway, really uh, appreciate uh, Zendera jumping on and uh, giving us sort of a little recap. Those of us who follow her on Instagram and sort of been seeing her whole journey, she has traveled throughout the uh, U.S. and done so many events and basically hit up every competition she could, the grid life events that we've all seen and watched YouTube videos of. So... I think it's just a really good inspiration that if uh, if she she won her license and it sort of seemed like that's where she was just gonna gonna take it and and really sacrifice this year to get better. So it's a lifelong of of experiences right there. Again, we will be sending out uh, some of our our support to her as well. She's going to be sending her proposal to us, and and I'll be putting it out to some companies that we know and. If you're watching this or you know somebody that has some budget that can help her out uh, throughout the FD thing, that would be great. And, and again, we'll just go through a little bit there. Uh, she was sort of jumping on as we talked about our season schedule. So three pro rounds throughout Western Canada, and it's going to be a really good, good series um, of that. So we're going to be doing maybe a special three-day event out in Mission where it's going to also give you the ability the winner of that event does get one pro license at that event alone and the other top two finishers in our series will also get their pro license to run in pro spec in the U.S. Uh, a couple other things we are going to be bringing back some ice drifting this year we're working with the WCMA and going to be jumping in with them as a, as a partner at some of their ice racing days and gonna be setting up some drift courses and having a full, I don't know, just drift portion to their ice race series that they have. So expect to see us out at Roy's Lake and uh, South Cooking Lake as well. They always have a fairly fast track. So it's gonna be really good and open to kind of all skill levels. And we're gonna to try to get back into doing some of these uh, interviews. We've got a few people that we wanna still uh, pick their brain Everyone's asked that we speak to Dave and find out what makes uh, Dave our fabulous tech guy tick. So we're going to have to get a hold of him and get him on here before the holidays, and just sort of see where he's at and who he's uh, going to pick on for all their their mistakes from this last year. Anyway, thank you guys for joining, and we'll hope to see.